0: Welcome to the Bible Storytime Podcast, a production of St. Patrick Catholic Community in Scottsdale, Arizona. We believe in sharing the stories of the Bible with the next generation. By telling our shared family stories, we may learn better how God wishes to work in our lives. This project brings together adult and teen lectors from our community staff, and clergy to tell these exciting and dramatic stories. These stories come from the Read Aloud book of Bible Stories, written by Amy Steedman, published by Sophia Institute Press. Join us for the whole series. And now, today's episode.
1: Jacob and Esau Read for you by Faith Bagshaw. It had indeed been a shining road of happiness that Rebecca had toured since she had left her far distant home to become the wife of Isaac. And perhaps the greatest happiness of all had come when her twin babies were born, and she was told that God had sent her two little sons. Now, although the babies were twins, they were not in the least alike. The older they grew, the more different they became. Esau, the elder, was a big, strong boy, fond of working in the open air, a keen hunter, loving all kinds of outdoor sports. He was rough-looking beside his smooth-faced, gentle brother, Jacob, who was a thoughtful, quiet boy, quite content to do indoor work, and caring very little for rough games or the excitement of hunting. It was Jacob who was his mother's favorite, She had always loved him best. It displeased her to think that Esau, with his rough ways and rough looks, was to be lord of all, was to have his father's blessing as well as a birthright, and that Jacob, her quiet, beautiful boy, should have nothing. There was always an echo in her heart of God's words, The elder shall serve the youngest. But if his mother loved Jacob best, It was on Esau that all his father's hopes and love were fixed. Isaac delighted in the wild adventures and strength of his hunter son. He loved the strong, hairy hands that were so skillful in the use of weapons, and the rough looks of his son only filled him with pride. When Esau entered, he brought with him the fragrance of the woods and the hills that clung to even his clothes, and it rejoiced his father's heart. In many ways, it was Jacob who was the cleverer of the two boys. But it was in this cleverness which sometimes led him into crooked ways that taught him to take mean advantage of his brother. So, one day when Esau had been out hunting, he came home hungry and faint. Jacob offered him food, a dish of red pottage cooked and ready. He would give it up for the birthright. Esau was too hungry and too careless to think what that meant. He did not indeed deserve the birthright if he was willing to give it away so easily. But he thought only of how hungry he was that he might die if he didn't have food. So Jacob's crooked plan was successful. Now, although Jacob had managed to get the birthright, there was something else he wanted. Something that his mother too thought of day and night. Whichever of the two sons receives her father's blessing, he it was who would be the master of all, who would inherit all good things and carry on the family name. It was all of this blessing that Jacob and his mother thought of continuously. And at last the time came where it must be decided once and for all. Isaac had grown very old and knew that he had not much longer to live. And he called Esau, his beloved elder son, and told him to go out hunting and to prepare him some venison, the special dish that he loved. Make me savory meat, such as I love, he said, that my soul may bless thee before I die. Rebekah, listening at the tent door, knew what that meant. She watched for Esau to set out to do his father's bidding, and then she called quickly to Jacob. There was not a moment to be lost. He must go at once to the flock that was feeding in the fields close by and bring her two kids. She would make one of them a savory meat, and he would then take the dish to his father and pretend that he was Esau. The poor father was almost blind now. He would not be able to tell the difference. But Jacob hesitated. He did not think it was a safe plan. "'Suppose his father touched him and feel and feel his smooth skin. "'Why, he would know at once that he was not Esau. "'Go and do as I tell thee,' his mother said. "'He might leave it all to her. "'She had planned everything. "'And after cooking the food, she took the hairy skins of the kids "'and put them on Jacob's hands and on his neck. "'And she dressed him, too.' "'in some of her brother's clothes. "'Then she sent him quickly to his father "'with a smoking dish of savory meat in his hands. "'The blind old father could not see who it was. "'He could only stretch out his groping hands "'to feel if it was really his son Esau. "'Somehow he had an uneasy idea "'that the voice did not sound like Esau. "'Come near, I pray thee, "'that I may feel thee, my son,' he said whether thou be my very son Esau or not. Those groping hands felt carefully over Jacob's hairy neck and hands. Yes, it must be Esau, but he would make quite sure. Art thou my very son Esau? he asked. And Jacob answered, I am. The food was eaten, and again Isaac called his son to come nearer to him. And as Jacob bent down to kiss him, the old man smelled the sweet, earthy fragrance of Esau's borrowed clothes. That smell was a delight to him, and he blessed his son with a wonderful blessing. See the smell of my son, and the smell of the field which the Lord hath blessed, he began. Therefore God give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. Jacob was to be lord of all, The blessing was his now, and no one could take it away. He had only been just in time. The blessing was scarcely ended, and he had only just left the tent when Esau came hurrying in. Then the trick was discovered. Thy brother hath come in with subtlety and taken away the blessing, said Isaac, trembling with grief. And when he heard that, There burst from Esau an exceedingly bitter cry. Surely that cry must have hurt his mother's heart. Surely Jacob must have hated his own mean ways when he heard that tremble, terrible cry of grief. Already his crooked ways were beginning their punishments. He dared not stay any longer in his home, but must flee away to a distant land, to his mother's people, where he would be safe from Esau's anger. Alone in the desert, with only a stone for a pillow, he dreamed that God's angels came down a golden staircase from heaven to bring him a message of comfort. But there was little comfort for one who was banished from home. And who knew that he deserved his punishment? He repented sorely now and God forgave him and allowed him to enjoy the blessing. But all his life he suffered for his deceit and paid in sorrow for the evil he had done.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Bible Storytime Podcast. Join us next time as we journey through the Old and New Testaments of the Bible using the Read Aloud Book of Bible Stories written by Amy Steedman and published by Sophia Institute Press. This has been a production of St. Patrick Catholic Community, engineered by Chad Carpenter, with original music by Peyton Bagshaw. It is our gift to help you strengthen your journey as a Christian disciple in mission. Chad Carpenter, with original music by Peyton Bagshaw. It is our gift to help you strengthen your journey as a Christian disciple in mission.